On today's Spotlight on KRWC, our guest is U of M Extension Service Educator in our Wright County area, Adam Austin, who joins us to uh, talk a little bit about planting and some other events that are coming up. Adam, good morning to you. Good morning, Tim. Last time we talked, we were kind of joking a little bit about the fact that uh, we hadn't had a spring in about two or three years, and so I think we're we're finally getting springtime this year. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely better than what we've been dealing with the last couple of years. Now we have to worry just a little bit about this cold weather coming up, but it doesn't seem like it, uh, it might not get quite bad enough that we need to worry big time about it, so yeah. that's good. Well, let's talk a little bit about the planting situation. Now, it started uh, kind of almost like a shot here about, what, two weeks ago when the, uh, when the temp finally uh, kind of started coming up and we had really just uh, virtually perfect conditions. Yeah, yeah, and it actually turned out to be even better than, you know, what the forecasts were saying. Uh, last time I was on, I thought we were, you know, maybe maybe a week out from really hitting the fields hard, but then, you know, right after those following few days after I was on last time, it was sunny with a breeze and nice warm temps, so things really dried out, and farmers have been going crazy in the field ever since, and I think... You know, it won't really slow down until they got everything done because you don't see a lot of water in the forecast yet. Now, I know that uh, you're, you know, pretty much uh, kind of shut down uh, like we all are as far as being able to get out and around much, but as far as reports that you're hearing, is pretty much everybody wrapped up or at least uh, getting close to being finished? You know, I think most people still have uh, some work to do. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of soybeans that are, need to be put in the ground yet we might only be about halfway done with those but um other than that um things are going right along as you know as good as you could really hope for early may in minnesota so um you know they have a lot of stuff to do to finish up on and then of course once they get planting done it'll be into maybe finishing up some fertilizing and getting out there after the weeds and spraying and that sort of stuff but um you know, there's some work to do yet, but uh, definitely can't complain about the progress that's been made. And it's any any work that's left to be done isn't necessarily weather related, which is which is a good relief for everybody this spring. And um, for those that still had some, you know, residual stuff to do from last year or last fall when it was so uh, wet, when things kind of buttoned up, uh, even they probably have had time to maybe get that done and then uh, still get a jump on the planting. Yeah, I've seen a combine out here and there for really the last couple of months already, but, you know, as the ground dried out, a lot of people got off a lot of that corn that maybe they couldn't get to quite last fall. Um, but then a lot of times they are right behind it with, you know, the plow chilling that up and then right behind that with the planter. So, um that, that is a thing that maybe has slowed down some farmers a little bit, is that they had to finish stuff up from the fall that they couldn't get to. Um, so maybe just another little reason why we're seeing some unplanted acres and stuff like that, because there's a lot of stuff to finish up yet and get to. So, um, you know, that that is definitely... It's good to see. I haven't seen any standing corn for a couple weeks now, so that's uh, that's obviously a good sign, and we can get back to getting seeds in the ground and stuff like that. I know on our uh, Linder Farm Network reports, we've been uh, hearing that at least in southern Minnesota, I'm not sure about around here because, again, you know, don't really travel around too much in, uh, with the state of things, but 
Um, a lot of reports out of southern Minnesota where, you know, there's a little emergence there already. Um, I'm not sure if that's the case around here or not. You know, I haven't seen any myself, but my guess would be, you know, there might be some stuff starting to pop out today, and in these next few days we'll see some. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, it's got to be any time now because we're looking at that week to 10 days for a lot of that corn that got in the ground last week, and uh, it's about time that it gets up out of the ground. But uh, at the same time, you know, with the cold weather coming up, it might be okay if that seed doesn't pop out of the ground for another few days to get through this little bit of a cold spell we have coming. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit as far as what uh, constitutes, uh, you know, real hand-wringing there as far as uh, cold. Obviously, you know, I think the uh, the record cold for today is like 25 or something. That would be, you know, a hard freeze. But uh, how tolerant is some of this stuff to to kind of close to frost temperatures? So, you know, for the most part, if it's just for a few hours or something like that, um, Corn and soybeans, 28 degrees is a lot of times kind of that magic number where you start to see stuff die off. And looking at the forecast, they're forecasting around Buffalo, low of 30. So we're kind of right on that edge. Um, but then it's kind of an extended cold stretch this week that we're going to be looking at. So my guess would be is that we're not going to see too much die off. Um, we might see some minor complications, some injuries or maybe some things that surface down down later in the growing season a little bit. Um, but it's not anything that we need to be overly concerned about, I'm hoping, unless it gets a little bit colder than they're forecasting. Um, but, you know, like I was just saying, for the most part, there's not much sticking out of the ground right now. So I don't foresee much damage at all, if I had to guess. But hopefully hopefully those temps stay true to what they're predicting, and then... Uh, then we can just go forward with the spring like the cold didn't bother much. So that's yeah. what I'm hoping for right now. Are we getting to the point where um, we were thinking, I think Tuesday of this week, it looked pretty promising for a shot of rain, but it never really developed here. Some parts of the state got uh, really nice rain. Are we getting to the point where we could stand a little of that too? Um. Well, honestly, with this cold weather, I'm... I'm happy we didn't get much rain earlier this week and that they took some of the rain or snow or at least lowered it down for uh, later this weekend and moving forward because um, the seed does pretty well sitting in cold ground if it's dry, but then you can bind cold and wet and that's when you can really start to see some issues. So I think for maybe another week or so, so farms can keep going in the field and those seeds can stay, stay nice and dry. Uh, maybe hold off on that rain for a little while, but then, yeah, I'd say you know if we go through next through next week without getting much rain, I think we'll have to start worrying a little bit because things are pretty dry out there for the most part. Um, it's definitely we're definitely not complaining about that right now because it's allowing us to get in the field a lot more than the last couple of years. But it's also something that uh, that we need to. Start looking at maybe getting some moisture. There's a lot of areas out there that could use some water and uh, especially some sandier stuff. Uh, yeah, we could definitely use some rain. But at the same time, I think think maybe just holding off on that for another few days or a week or so would probably be in most people's best interest. Yeah. Well, we'll see what develops here. They are talking about, you know, maybe a little bit of rain over the weekend. But... Um 
there isn't much we can do about it one way or the other, so we can just see see what happens here. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, I'd say for the most part, rain or no rain, I think, and I don't, like I said, I don't think it's going to get quite cold enough that we're going to have big issues. So I think all in all, we got to be pretty happy with the weather. So it's, uh, yeah, been a good spring. How about small grains? When does that come into the picture now? Well, small grains, I would think most of those would be popping up right now. Um, I think most of the small grains that I've seen emerging is just sort of a cover for alfalfa. Um, A lot of farmers that plant alfalfa, a lot of times they'll seed um, a small grain with the alfalfa because that small grain will come up really early, um, and you can harvest that as hay the first time around later on this spring. But it helps suppress weeds and kind of be a filler until that alfalfa comes up later in the year. So, um, yeah, alfalfa is probably what you're looking at when you see those small grains popping up, but um, I'd say pretty much any sort of small grain that was planted should be up by now, or you might be looking at some issues, because they can handle much colder temps than corn and soybeans can. We're talking with Adam Austin, U of M Extension Service Agent here in the uh, Wright County area. Talking a little bit about the uh, planting season, which uh, got kind of a jump start this year for a change. Uh, I know there's a few other things that uh, are coming up here, too, and some of which uh, uh, kind of doesn't necessarily involve, you know, full-on farming. I know some of it is for kind of gardening workshops and things, but I'll let you explore a few of the events that are coming up. Yeah, definitely. So the one that I'm going to be a part of is going on next week. It'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week, um, every afternoon from 1 to 2.30. We're just covering a different topic around gardening um, every day, every afternoon. So it'll be on Tuesday, we're going to go just cover some basics of soil and getting soil tests done for your garden. And then Wednesday, the, the presentation that I'll actually be a part of is fertilizer and nutrient deficiencies in gardens. So just making sure you're, you're feeding your plants correctly. And then Thursday is cover crops in the garden, and Friday we're talking about beneficial insects. So, you know, obviously there's a lot of bad bugs out there, but there's a, but there's a lot of good ones out there too. So, um, yeah, just some basic, uh, basic gardening stuff. We're calling the whole series Gardening from the Ground Up since it kind of has a soil focus. Um, and if you want to register for any of those, or you can also rec- watch the recordings later on when we get those ready for you, I believe the link to that one is just z.umn.edu slash gardenup. And then also I'll just quickly mention there's a goat and sheep management webinar series going on right now. Um, Also another thing where the recordings will be available to you. Um, But tonight actually is the second of four, and they're talking about sheep and goat weaning management. Um, And then next week um, on the 12th, They'll be talking about herd health and parasite management, and then finishing it up on May 14th is pasture management. So a um, couple different good topics there if you have goats or sheep, um, and those are evening webinars, so 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. on those dates. Um, I don't have a nice short link to this whole webinar series, um, and also along with the gardening from the ground up that I was just talking about, a great way to find these is just go to extension.umn.edu. And right on the top, you'll see a Courses tab, and you'll find both of those that I've mentioned as well as everything else that's going on with Extension right now. So 
great place to check out if you're looking to learn a bit about any of those topics or as well as a lot of other things that we have out there right now. Um, and then also, as long as I'm talking about the website, uh, just remember that the rural stress uh, resources are there for you. If you go to extension.umn.edu, just go ahead and throw stress, rural stress, farm stress, any of those up in the search box, and you'll uh, get a whole list of what we have to offer and that sort of thing. And then just anything else, too. Uh, there's so much information on this website, and we're adding more and more to it every day. So um, anything you want to learn about, feel free to play around on there and check out the courses we offer. And, yeah, definitely use that website as a resource for you. I've heard from a lot of the uh, garden centers and things like that. There seems to be more interest in it this year than in a, in a long time. I think people are kind of looking for something to break up the monotony a little bit. Yeah, I think it's that where, you know, they're looking for something to do. And also, you know, there's people that are kind of wanting to take the whole food security thing into their own hands a little bit for their family. So, um, you know, gardens, uh, it can have some challenges, but for the most part, a lot of times if you throw a plant in the ground, it's going to give you some food later on this summer or in the fall. So, um, you know, with a little bit of uncertainty out there yet, I think it's a, it's a great idea for people to get into gardening and start just growing some of their own food so they don't have to worry about it. I know you've got uh, an alfalfa. Um, I'm not sure if it's a um, a series of uh, things coming up. Um, uh, this I think is maybe a little bit uh, off. I remember reading something in one of the news releases about it. Yeah. So, um, and I might be. Sh- I'll probably be sharing this info with you too, Tim. So maybe you keep people updated with it. But it's just a program that's been going on for oh, I don't know how long, but quite a while. Um, we just get out and sample alfalfa fields. So probably starting Monday is when I'm thinking I'll probably be taking my first sample. And we send it to a lab. They do a full analysis of it for its feed value for animals. Um, and we just do that for a few weeks until um, the samples are telling us it's time to harvest. So it's just a way for farmers to follow along through this first cutting of the year with their alfalfa and just uh, try to time that just perfectly so you get the right get the right quality out of your hay for, for the animals. And uh, so that'll be a good one to, you know, I'll get a chance to actually get out get out in the field and take some samples and see how things are going with some alfalfa. So that's uh, it's one that a lot of farmers kind of pay attention to, just to, you know, you get to kind of watch the alfalfa progress from south to north because obviously down south they're a little bit ahead of us. And you can kind of just watch it and, just use it as another reference to kind of time exactly when you should be out in the field cutting that first that first harvest of alfalfa. Yeah, boy, if there's uh, ever something that timing is everything, it's uh, alfalfa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, that, that plays big into management decisions. You know, if you get that high-quality hay or haylage, however you want to harvest your alfalfa, um, it makes mixing the rest of your ration for your animals that much easier. So um, just something, you know, uh, you don't want to actually get it too high either because then the animal doesn't, their bodies don't really use it correctly, and you don't get as much yield out of it either. So it's that finding that right balance between what feeds best for the animal and also maximizing your yield. So it's a, kind of a fun balance game that, that farmers get to play, but also then they have to take into account the weather and, you know, are they going to get rained on and stuff like that. So it's just another way to help uh help try to make those decisions. 
Maybe you can, uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but maybe you can put into perspective, um, if you recall, when uh, everything was so late last year, do you recall when the first uh, decent cutting was last year? It had to be later than this year. Oh, well, it was definitely late. Yeah, there was just no heat to make it grow. Um, it was probably, I think it was right around probably a week late. I, a rule of thumb around here a lot of times that farmers go with is right around that Memorial Day weekend is when you'd like to be doing your first cutting of alfalfa. And I think last year, just with the lack of heat, I want to say we were somewhere between one week and two weeks late. And a lot of times they were cutting those two at, at a shorter height and just not, not what we wanted to see with the first cutting. Um, but this year, I think we'll be right on pace for maybe that Memorial Day weekend to get that get that first cutting on the ground and bailed up or, or put into silos, whatever you're doing with it. Sounds good. Uh, any last thoughts? Anything we missed here, Adam? No, I don't think so. It's uh, Like I said, it's, it's been a really good spring. Hopefully these this cold stretch here for the rest of this week doesn't uh, mess with us too much and we can just watch things start to grow like we want them to. I, I think we're in for a good spring as long as we get a little bit of rain down the road in a week or two. So Sounds great. And uh, leave us with some uh, contact points here, if you would. Yeah. Um, let's see. I will go ahead and actually just throw out my cell phone number because otherwise I have to call into my voicemail every day and check messages. So my cell phone number is 320-249-5929. Calls, texts. Um, feel free to send anything. If it's a bad time for me, I simply just won't pick up. So don't feel don't feel weird about calling my cell phone because I uh, I, I know how to manage that sort of situation pretty well. So that'll be probably the best way right now. Otherwise, emails are always welcome as well. That's a austing a a u s t i n g at umn dot edu. All right, our guest Adam Austing. We will talk to you again here in a couple of weeks uh, to uh, see what is going on in our regular uh, monthly Tuesday visit, but uh, we wanted to get you in here to kind of summarize what's been going on with planting and other things coming up, too. Yeah, and maybe I'll just throw in a quick promo for uh, next week's spotlight, Tim. I know you have Emily Kreckelberg, who is um, Extension's farm health and safety person now, um, and she's going to be on, I believe it's next Wednesday, to talk about what what we all have available for farmers and rural communities. So good time to tune in then because she, uh, she really knows what she's talking about and she's good at her job and it's fun to listen to. Okay. We will look forward to that. In the meantime, stay safe and uh, we'll talk to you here in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Thanks, Tim. Okay. Adam Austin, our guest, UWM Extension Educator in Wright County, on today's Spotlight here on KRWC.